Mendocino County Remembered. Oral histories collected and published under the auspices of the Mendocino Historical Society for the American Bicentennial in 1976. Read by Linda Pack. Today, from the Ukiah Valley, the recollections of Elsie Allen, born September 22, 1899. Up to the age of 62, I worked at many jobs, but somewhere within me was the urge to come back to basket making. My mother and my grandmother worked at basket weaving when I was a child. When I was older, I gathered sedge roots, willows, bulrushes, and redbud at the same places such as Dry Creek Road and Mill Creek Road, and with the help of my mother and grandmother, we cured the material and made it into baskets. However, my grandmother died in 1924, so not only did I lose her help, but most of her examples of baskets as well, as it was customary for an Indian woman to have all her baskets and reeds buried with her. In the first few years of married life, I attempted basket weaving. I made a basket of about eight or nine inches, and that was buried with my grandmother. My next one-stick coiled basket was buried with my great-uncle. A third basket was buried with my brother-in-law. I didn't have a good feeling about making baskets after that. Mother told me that she did not want this to happen with her as she wanted me to have her baskets to help me when I started up basket weaving again. So I promised her I would do this. Mother showed baskets for seven years. She showed baskets at the Boonville Fair and around. She liked people and she noticed how people liked the basket displays. She wanted me to travel and meet people through the baskets and not destroy her baskets and have nothing left for me and others in the future. Unfortunately, some of my Pomo people were not pleased with me for doing this, and even some of my own family came to me and told me I should stop doing it. They felt these old ways should die, and we should forget the past heritage. Perhaps they thought the people would laugh at us for taking up things our ancestors once did, and some were afraid if other people learned to make baskets like the Pomo, they would sell them and get rich from our art. Even one white gentleman came to me and told me I should not do it because it would destroy a lot of plants. He did not understand what I knew very well, that cutting out roots and trimming of shrubs actually helped spread the growth, and there was no danger as long as the digging and cutting was not overdone at any one place. I felt very strongly that my people who opposed my basket-making were wrong and were letting fears overcome their better sense, as how could we ever bring back an understanding of our own background and the beautiful things our old people did if we did not revive some of these arts. I was helped in my determination to be a basket-weaver and have pride in my work and in my people by an experience that happened to me when I was fifty. My daughter invited me to go with her to a Chinese restaurant, where I expected to see none but Chinese eating. I was amazed to see other races eating there, and saw also how proud the Chinese were of their heritage, since I felt that the Pomos were one of the greatest basket weavers in the world, I resolved in my heart that this wonderful art should not be lost, and that I would learn it well and teach others. When I was 62 years of age, I finally found the time I was seeking to start my basket weaving again. I went out and dug the roots and gathered the willows and hunted around for the beautiful twigs of redbud myself. 
I have been able to create many fine baskets from those, as small as a dime up to large storage baskets, and including some of the famous feather baskets that made the pomos renowned. There is a rich and beautiful feeling to have these useful and lovely baskets grow into being under the work of your own hands and the designs that grow with them. In two years, I finished 54 baskets. Basket weaving needs dedication and interest and increasing skill and knowledge. It needs feeling and love and honor for the great weavers of the past who showed us the way. If you can rouse in yourself this interest, feeling, and dedication, you also can create matchless beauty and help renew something that should never be lost. You have been listening to the recollections of Elsie Allen. To learn more about Mendocino's rich past, visit any of our county's many excellent museums and historical societies. Go to CaliforniaHistoricalSociety.org for a complete listing. Mendocino County Remembered is produced by Mary Eigner and Linda Pack for KZYX and Z.